Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to keep on going with the wide receiver ranks. Last two days we've done top 20, and then we did top 40. Today we're going to go all the way to 60, which this is, I personally love this episode. I love getting into the deeper ranks. That's why I love deep sleeper episodes, all that kind of stuff. Trying to see if we can pinpoint who some of the values are down here. And I do think there are some values down here. I mean, I really do. There's actually a couple of players I really like down here. And one of them, oh, jeez, I'm just looking at the list right now, Jeff. One of my guys finished is 61st. So we're going to top 61 today because I got I to gotta sneak one guy in who made it to 61. So I got to sneak him in. So we'll go 61, which makes sense because actually we're going to start with 42. So we went to 41 yesterday's episode with Marquise Goodwin and Cooper Cup tie-in. So I will do that. Before we get into that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram Fantasy Football Profit. If you want to get in to our listener leagues, we did just happen to open up another league because we had you know great response on it. So I think we're into our fourth league right now. We got a lot of these leagues going. The winner, what we're going to do is every league's going to play, play it out. There's going to be a champion. And then week 16, all the champions are going to face each other. And whoever wins week 16 is going to win our championship belt that has been provided to us by Pro-Am Belts, which if you want to take a look at that, go to our Instagram account and you can see the picture of the belt there. Go check out Pro-Am Belts as well at proambelts.com and you get a chance to win that. So if you want to get in, go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Let us know that you did. You can send proof of it, you know, however you wish. Go, you know, Twitter, Instagram, email us at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. We will get you into the leagues. We will be having, let's see, the August 12th draft, which is this Sunday, has already filled up. So it'll be August 19th, 9 p.m. Eastern is when this draft is going to be. So if you can make it to that, you know, write the review, get into the league. We will, and if we get a bunch of responses again, we'll open another league. We'll just keep going, you know, as long as people are reviewing the podcast, which definitely helps us out. And you can also go to Patreon if you want to support us. We've just opened up a Patreon page now for the first time. It's patreon.com slash fantasy football profit. We have a couple different tier levels. Thanks to Stan, who just became a patron of us, the latest one. We have a $1 level, $5, $15, $25. It goes up from there. You know, you can just support us if you want at $1, at $5. You know, we have different things. Our tier rankings will give you game day alerts all the way up to having a monthly live stream or private text message number, you can get right a hold of us and ask questions, which is a little scary. All right, Jeff? We'll see how that one works out. <laughs> I might regret putting that on there. But hey, if you want direct access to us, I mean, direct access, it might be a little bit of a way. I'm not like on my phone at 3 a.m. most of the time. Yeah, you know, I will be. If you I mean, Jeff will. Text you something, one of us you know, will. good night or something like yeah. that. If you want to support us, you guys, just go check us out there on Patreon. The, you can check out the show notes for the link to that. So let's get into our episode, though, Jeff. Wide receivers 42 through 61. That's not as good sounding as top 60, <laughs> but wide receivers 42 through 61. So 42 is actually going to be Jamison Crowder, your 38th, my 44th. And it's, I'm just, not, I don't know, I'm just bored of Jamison Crowder. He's fine. He's going to be a fine receiver. He will put up some okay numbers. Maybe, I mean, I get, is he going to be the main target there with Alex Smith? We don't know. We don't know how it's going to shake out now with Crowder, with Paul Richardson, with Doxson, with Jordan Reed. I don't know. How, Chris Thompson is going to catch a lot of balls. So I just don't know how it's going to shake out. I don't ever see Jameson Crowder getting too high up the list. I mean, we're not far apart on it. 
It just he's kind of the same kind of player we both feel. I don't think there's a lot of upside to it, but it, the, he's he's solid enough where you need him for a bye week. It's not going to kill you. So I mean, unless you have a big James and Crowder love, which I no, don't know I don't. You know, <laughs> I think Alex Smith is a, a good kind of quarterback for his skill set. So I don't think that the change of quarterback will hurt him any. But I, I you know, I don't think that there's a huge upside for him. So. You know, I think you said it perfectly. We can move on. <laughs> yep. He is 38th consensus, and he's uh, 38th ADP. So you are, you are right on the money there with yeah. his rank. Yeah. 43rd, Sterling Shepard. Your 43rd, my 42nd. Now, I'm starting to think maybe I should move Sterling Shepard up a little bit. And I'm, I'm just starting to feel that way because, I mean, he should be the number two there. He's shown flashes in the past. He's done well. So I think this is a very good value. I'll say that. I think Sterling Shepard here is a very good value. This could be a much better player than we anticipate, possibly. And it's just no one's really talking about him. Maybe it's the fact that no one really likes Eli Manning anymore. And you got Beckham and you got Ingram and you got Barkley who's going to catch some balls. But he's been a solid player, you know, for two years. He's still only 24 years old. Why wouldn't maybe he be the third year breakout candidate? He might be. I, I do like Sterling Shepard. Every time I look into him, I have the same exact thought of, oh, man, you know, this guy might be uh, flying under the radar. He mm-hmm. might be he might be the guy that does. But every time I go there, I think about how unproductive Eli has been the past few years and Odell is. The, and I just keep thinking of every mouth they have to feed, especially with Saquon. They're going to really try to get the, the running game going where, you know, the past few years could help the offense, could give them more opportunity to, to score. You know, Sterling Shepard jumped that number back up to closer, you know, to where he was in his rookie year. Um, but I, I don't know if he can really make that next jump where he's going to get more targets than he has already. And that, that's where my, my head is at because Ingram obviously showed that he was more than capable of doing it his rookie year. Saquon is going to take away a, a ton of touches and even out of the backfield passing probably. And then Odell, as long as he stays healthy, is gonna they're gonna try to get him involved as much as possible. So not so much that I dislike his talent level. I just don't think that they're gonna necessarily use him more than they they have in the past. Moving on to the next guy, it's going to be Richard Matthews, who right now there's a little he's on the pup list now. There's some weird injury. No one really seemed to know what was going on with him. I think he'll be fine. I don't know that. I'm just that's my speculation that <laughs> he'll be fine. He's again, he's one of those in the same kind of mold of a, like we said, James Crowder, boring type player to me. He could be, he's going to be fine. He's going to be one of those guys, that, again, you can plug in on a bye week. And you're going to be relatively safe. I just, I don't think there's much, of, there's not much upward mobility for him in the ranks. I just don't see that. And because of that, I like, to, I tend to shy away, especially with the other players that are around him on this list. Especially if you're getting safer guys ahead of him. And this is obviously, you should be fourth, fifth receiver at this point. I kind of shy away because of that. And, He's, yeah, 45th for you, 43rd for me. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, 100% correct. Though. Yeah, just when you got players like the next, okay, even the next one, who this is, we have a big discrepancy here. I mean, big, but I guess it's at this level, it doesn't make much of a difference, but he's our 45th. It's Calvin Benjamin. He's your 50th, my 39th. And it's really only because he is the number one there in Buffalo without many options. But then again, sometimes being the number one in a bad offense doesn't really help. Yeah, but maybe Josh Allen surprises us, and he's better. Why does everyone? Okay, Josh Allen was the seventh pick in the draft. It's just funny how everyone just like I ah, sucks. 
Well, yeah, you're going to a bad team, and he, yeah, he, or maybe not. Okay, really think did. about I mean, this. What if he? What if? Okay, let's say this. Let's just say Josh Allen is worthy of being the seventh draft pick, seventh pick in the draft. So he's a, actually a good quarterback. He has LaShawn McCoy, who's a absolutely great running back. Kelvin Benjamin, shoot, like a couple years, just a great receiver, right? Charles Clay, pretty solid. Another first round draft pick, and Corey Coleman now. I mean, that is all the making. Okay. I, I can't. I don't buy it. I'm sorry, I tried. I tried. Never mind. I tried. That's as far as I could go. I don't know. You, were you buying it? No. Okay. Um, but yeah, I like I like the effort. Yeah. Hey, you can, you can yeah. see every side of the story. And it's very possible. much to your point, Kelvin Benjamin, yeah, he, he at one point he was good because he's a big body that can catch the ball in the, the red zone. But I don't believe in their QB situation. And the truth is he has been hurt a lot. So you put that on top of the fact that he's going to be keyed on. They did just get Corey Coleman, which actually should help because you don't really know what Corey Coleman is yet, but yep. he's definitely an improvement, uh, and you know, over some of those wide receivers they already have. But especially with that, I mean, AJ McCarron, I have no idea what to expect. And if if the rookie actually does start, uh, you know, I can't imagine he's going to be able to make. Uh, NFL reads already coming yeah. from a small school, and he, he wasn't even that big of a winner in in college. He just has a very he wasn't at all. Yeah, he just has a very prototypical QB form and a huge arm. I'll yeah. give him that, but you can't throw it down the field every single time. So, all right, forty sixth rank for us is going to be Mike Williams. Your forty eighth, my forty first in consensus ranks. He's currently fifty eighth, so we are way up on Mike Williams, probably because of me. And I just, I love Mike Williams. I love all the reports. I'm hearing out of camp. I love everything by, about Mike Williams. I think I have him ranked too low. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, I don't know. I, I, I love Mike Williams. I, I really like Mike Williams. They have, they have a lot of solid wide receivers on that team. I think that's where, that's the only issue with it. I mean, right now he's not even considered a starter. He is. He's in I my know, mind. He will be. In my mind. Yeah. I think he will be when, when the season comes around, but you do have to kind of, I mean, you're not going to dethrone, you know, Keenan Allen. Oh, yeah, Obviously, he's going to be there. But that'll be the question is, uh, as the third guy, can he do the things that Travis Benjamin did in the past? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He should be there. I guess the big question, and even for that, I think he would he would be worthy of our rankings right now. But if he does actually produce more or quickly, I should say, and pretty much surplant, like take away Tyrell Williams' spot as wide receiver two, who is somewhat of an underrated wide receiver, then all of a sudden Craig is absolutely right. Yeah. And, you know, even his rank is way low on this guy because he does have a ton, a ton of upside. I really hope no one that plays in any of our leagues is listening and getting on the Mike Williams bandwagon. It's going to really irritate me. Uh, I how, need how much would you be willing I can't to tell pay you. for him? I can't <laughs> say. That's just kind of, that is that, like, it's probably someone's listening. I can't, I can't talk about it right now. They can find out when the drafts start. You just I can't go there. All right, number forty-seven, Alan Hearns. Your forty-seventh, my forty-six. So we're really close on Hearns. Um, I mean, someone has to catch the ball in Dallas. Yeah, it's all potential. That's. In, I'm not excited about Alan Hearns. I don't. I've never been. Never been an Alan Hearns guy. But we could be low if if thing if we're. <laughs> it could all. It could all happen. We. It just. I'm just not an Alan Hearns guy, and right now Dak's kind of not. I'm, not in love with that either. So, and Michael Gallup could always overtake him. Who knows? Yeah, and really don't know. And the, especially for me, I think he'd be a little bit higher. But you already, I mean, he's so injury prone, and you're already talking about how he was limited in training camp. 
it does hurt my my outlook just a bit. But yeah. I, I do think that he does have upside because he right now he should be the number one on that team. That talent wise, he should be. Because yep. who is it? Terrence Williams. Like I'm never impressed by him. Uh, you know, no, like Gallup is a rookie. He definitely shouldn't be beating out Hearns, who has had good seasons before. He just usually he does miss some time. Yep. Um. Yeah. So we we could just be we don't might just be really low on. I don't know. I say Terrence Williams is our 99th ranked player. So I think we're just low on Dallas in general. <laughs> 99th. I actually we actually did go that deep. We're not going to talk about it here, but I think he's like 99th or something ridiculous. That, I think we're probably underrating him a bit too. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. It <laughs> is guaranteed to be in the number two. All right, next player, 48th ranked is Julian Edelman. Because I'm low on him, that's why. You're 44th on him. I'm 56th, but I just don't know what to think with the suspension when he comes back. Maybe Chris Hogan takes over. And it's Chris well, Hogan's show. I think they're two very this different wide receivers, too. though. PBR, I'm going to be much higher on Edelman. And I just, I just worry about suspensions. I just don't know what to think. I get it. I, I, think, I just don't know how to rank them. I think I more put it as a, where I would take them even with the yep. suspension. Yep. And I think there I'm getting a deal because uh, I plug in someone else. So I know his end season won't reflect these numbers perhaps. Yep. But moving forward, I would take the risk. Because I, I think with Tom Brady, he's going to step back in. He's going to be productive. And I think him and Chris Hogan are, are very different players. I think Chris Hogan has um, is going to be the better overall player. But I think Edelman is just very – he's just a great guy to have on your team. You can throw in and then start the yep. wide receiver three position or whatever. He's currently ranked 42nd, but ADP-wise, he's 31st. So people are still drafting him. I mean, because sometimes you get a player to value. So yeah. why not? 50th ranked. It's going to be Marquise Lee. Your 49th, my 53rd. Uh, he, someone again. Someone has to catch the ball in Jacksonville. There's a million of these guys, yeah. but Marquise Lee, I think, is the best of the bunch. He should be wide receiver one. If once again, if he can stay healthy, he has shown flashes. But it is kind of funny. I think there's just so many guys there that I kind of like that all of them get demoted a little bit because I don't really know who is going to stand out. Because I mean, who will it really be? Is it going to be him? Is it going to be Didi? I mean, and there's, yeah. even, I mean, who else? Who else do they have? I mean, they have like five guys. I would have to pull it up. I mean, it's, okay, so we got what? We got Marquise Lee. We got D.D. Westbrook. We got Keelan Cole. We got Dante Moncrief. We got D.J. Chark, the rookie they just drafted. We got, you know, Ferian Jenkins. He can throw the ball, too. So you, you have know. five young wide receivers, well, youngish wide receivers that are all going to be vying for it. And they've always had this issue where they, they don't really have guaranteed roles. And you saw that even before. I mean, Hearns used to be on this team with Lee, with Allen Robinson, with Allen Robinson was the number one, but, you know, it's kind of just they throw a bunch of wide receivers out there and they say, go for it. And, you know, they're just going to pound out the ball and, and rely on that defense, too. Yep. So they're not going to let Bortles lose games for them. So if they don't, you know, if they don't really stand out, I don't think that they're going to put up major fantasy numbers. Yep. All right. Here's a huge difference in opinion on player at number 51. It's Kenny Stills, your 42nd, my 61st. I just don't care about Kenny Stills. I, I'm sorry. I, I just don't, don't care like him. about him. But the truth is, <laughs> I'm way. I'm low. You're you're not. You you. He's 41st in consensus rank, but he goes 50th yeah. in drafts. He's and not so, a sexy name. It's and just, that's why I just don't care about him. I don't want Kenny Stills on my team. I don't really care. So he just I drop him further and further and further. And I will say the same exact thing about the next guy on the list. I'll just I'm going to group these guys together because they're players I don't care about. And the next one is Deshaun Jackson. 52nd ranked for us, 55 for you, 52nd for me. I don't care about him either. No, and I care about Deshaun Jackson less than I care about Kenny Stills. I mean, Kenny Stills I, I, is supposed I to be I actually the like Deshaun Jackson better than I like Kenny Stills for some reason. It's kind but, of funny too, but we were just talking about yeah. the number one and how, how 
you know, like Kelvin, uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Yep. Kenny Stills is the number one on, on Miami right now. Okay, yeah. I'm, I mean, he, Devontae, he is, Devontae, Devontae Parker, Parker is number two. He could take over. Devontae Parker does but bother we, me. But we keep talking about how we're not so sure if he's ever going to turn that corner. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't like the Dolphins offense, but so Kenny Stills, is he actually a possible sleeper in a weird way? Maybe no, not for me. <laughs> not for I me. I don't think so. But not for me. Sorry. But I think he he could put up some Can't decent numbers. I mean, even the last two years, yep. you know, he he did seven hundred and nine touchdowns, and then last year he did eight hundred and fifty yards with six touchdowns. Yep, it's playable numbers by by any means, and that was with Cutler. So Tannehill's supposed to be better. You know that that's why I I didn't really completely forget about the guy. And actually, coming up here is actually some of the players that I almost kind of like. More than most, like these names, I, I really enjoy these names coming up on this list right now. Uh, we're going to start out well, first with Quincy Anunua at 53, 52nd for you, 55th for me. Solid player. I think he's, I think that's a good value for him. Yeah, I think where he's, he's going. He's really intriguing. He really is. I mean, this is definitely, you know, definitely good value. I think for sure. What is this going to be like your sixth receiver at this point? You know, why not take a chance on him, right? So I, I really enjoy Quincy Anunua here. I mean, I like Robbie Anderson too. I think the offense is going to be better than for some reason that people think. If Josh McCown's a quarterback, why why won't it be? Yeah, and him and Robbie Anderson did really well together last year. I think adding Crowell really helps with the run game. Yep. And Anunua was hurt a lot last year, but he was supposed to be the number one before he got hurt. Really. Yeah. And uh, I I like I like. Once again, I kind of like how Anunua is uh, the type of player he is, too, because he's kind of a giant wide receiver that kind of is a hybrid tight end, if you will. I think that will do well, not only for McCown, who, you know, he's a veteran, but if Rosen, or I'm sorry, Rosen, if Darnold actually does get to play this year, I I think that he'll be a good safety blanket for him. So I don't think that his value is beholden to McCown, which makes me like him a little more. Yep. Number 54. Four. It's gonna be Kenny Galladay. Your fifty-six, my fifty-first. I, I I enjoy Kenny Galladay. I'm, I'm a fan of him this year. We showed we saw the flashes last year, and he, then he got hurt. Obviously, wasn't able to you know finish what he started. I think he's gonna be better this year. Which the thing is though, I worry though in a way if he becomes better, does that hurt Marvin Jones? And then, then we just don't really have a great player to use. I, yeah, maybe. I mean, it could. I think that would be the question. Is uh, I think. Galladay, I do like him, but I think he will be touchdown dependent uh, this year. And I don't know if it's necessarily going to hurt. I don't think it will hurt Marvin Jones. Well, I think it might hurt Tate because Tate is so reliant on catching a lot of balls that I think if if you take targets away from anyone, more than likely it's going to be Tate. And I think Galladay will be much more of a red zone threat, though. So maybe he'll just take over what they lost in tight end, you know, when Ebron left. Yeah. So... I don't know if it's going to hurt anyone. I, I, it's a very good, you know, in, inter, interesting conversation. But um, this kid has a lot of a lot of promise if he if he can stay healthy. And that's why I love drafting players in this level. They're, I just think there's so much potential here. I don't mind stocking up on uh, wide receivers in the draft, especially because running backs. Once you get to the end, the running backs they suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, there's you not a whole lot of potential. <laughs> number fifty-five, Geronimo Allison. Which, oh, God, You're 51st, my 58th, another solid. But, I mean, again, we both – I mean, we rank him down here because, yeah, he hasn't absolutely done anything at all yet. So, so we probably should be ranked, but I love the potential. If 
if he went, I mean, if he is guaranteed the number, I love this guy, Cam. <laughs> I get really yeah. excited about this. But if he wins that number three spot on Green Bay, he will be playable. And heaven forbid anything happens to Randall Cobb or if he just isn't the same player, Geronimo Allison will even creep up. And that wide receiving two spot is so, so lucrative in Green Bay. So I absolutely love this guy. He does have to fight off the three rookies that they, you know, uh, I think Jamon Moore, I believe that uh, was yep. the technically the guy that has the the easiest road to beating out Allison maybe. But I think I think Jerron Wilson's going to be the the guy. He's going to be number three. I think by the end of the year, he's going to carved a, a nice rollout for himself. And I, I really he's he's my sleeper that I think is going to be worth worth having for sure. I scooped him up in our dynasty league, Jeff. You missed out. Oh my god! Didn't even know he was out there. Did no, you? I didn't. <laughs> number fifty six, Calvin Ridley. Your sixty third, my forty eighth. Again, potential. We just we don't know. This is one of those guys. If you're in a keeper league and you don't have to spend much, like in an auction draft, you get him this year. He actually becomes a thing, and you're set for you're set for life. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> set for life. That I just I don't know why I don't. And I, don't I actually group this together. This is actually a tie for 56. Calvin Ridley and DJ Moore. Oh really? <laughs> Hold so, on. So was I? <laughs> you were 60. You you 63rd on Ridley, 57th on Moore. I was 48th and 54. So I'm higher on both than you are. Gotcha. But um. So you're, you're six. Higher, you're I'm, higher I'm on six Ridley, spots though. higher on Ridley. You're six spots higher on Moore. Okay. It just. It's a shot in the dark, really. Yeah. They're both the number two, you know, on their teams. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think DJ Moore. Has they should a, be. I think Ridley's number two. I guess. I guess. Yeah, Sanu is. But okay. Yeah, Ridley has more. Maybe has more to. Sanu is a better option as a two than whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever Carolina. Has. Yeah, whatever Moore has. <laughs> I don't even know who he's surpassing. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even remember. I wanted for some reason a it, rookie from last year. <laughs> I. I mean. Wait, 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 this is going to bother me. I just want to say, like, is it Tory Smith? I think it's Tory Smith. I think he's the one there now. Yeah, I think it's Tory Smith. Yep. He might be the number two. So, I mean, DJ. <laughs> that was I, just I, scary. I, no, I think DJ was probably the most, he could be the most talented wide receiver well, on that on that team right away. Just, will they will they throw it to him enough? That, that's yep. going to be the question. Well, and that's why I love this spot and these kind of players. Yeah. It's all, I, I would take DJ Moreover. Kevin Ridley, for some reason, he might be a little more polished than the other guys, but I just don't have a good feeling about him in the NFL. No. And it, I don't know. I I don't have a whole lot to back that up, to be quite honest. But um, if I was going to take a, a shot at the dark, a shot in the dark, I would definitely go DJ Moore. But then again, uh, it, who either, knows? You never but, know. With but why not? If, yes. at the, and if you have a deep bench, throw one of these guys on there. See what happens. And at least neither of them are hurt like all of the yep. first round draft picks were last exactly. year. Exactly. Number fifty eight. Your fifty eighth. My sixtieth. Michael Gallup. Same situation. Yeah. He 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 might have a better shot at being the number one than the two ahead of him. He's not as talented as Ridley and Moore, but he might have a clear path. Yeah. He only has to beat out Hearns and Terrence Williams. The <laughs> other ones have Julio Jones, you know. I mean, Devin Funches is not a big deal for Moore either. That's probably why you like that too, but. Yeah. No, Gallup has a there. shot. He does. Absolutely. He has. He definitely has I, an, an, the ability to contribute right away. Yep. I just don't think, being as rough he is, I don't think mm-hmm. he'll, he'll be able to put up enough yep. yet. Number 59 is Didi Westbrook. 73rd for you, 50th for me. I yeah. love me some D.D. Westbrook. Once it, again, it's, it's that team, man. I, I yeah. don't know what to do with all of them. And not everyone's going to agree on this because there's a lot of – um, there is a lot of Keelan Cole love out there. People are higher on Keelan Cole than um, mm-hmm. some than D.D. in a lot of places. That's not an uncommon thing. I'll say that. So I, I do get it. 
I just DD I, I just like DD Westbrook. That's why I'm going to go DD Westbrook over Keelan Cole. But I mean, I've seen it. I've heard it on podcasts. People Keelan Cole is the guy. And if you look at the numbers, Keelan Cole, Cole put up better numbers, I guess, last year at the end of the year for sure. I just like DD a little bit better. So actually, a lot bit better. I'll say that he's way up my ranks. I just really like DD Westbrook. I think he's going to be. Solid player. The sad, the sad part is DD is actually higher on my list too, but that that just shows you how low I have all of these, right. all the wide receivers for this one too. Because for all I know, Moncrief could turn out to be, I don't know, <laughs> just too many guys for that one. Well, then we had a tie at 60, so that's why I had to make sure we get 16, 61. It's Tyler Lockett, 60th for you, 64th for me. You know what? I maybe. I know he he's still interesting. It's like he, every year. Yeah, he burns me every year, but he's still somewhere on the the radar at least. And then the final player to make our list, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, my my guy, fifty seventh for me, sixty seventh for you. He's actually kind of moving up my list. He might move up a little. I'm hearing good reports out of camp, overtaking Deshaun Jackson. Maybe it might be happening. It might be happening. Well, that it, would that would change my my opinion. He on might him. he might keep moving up. So I do like Chris Godwin a lot. I th- I mean I really do. I think I might be moving him up further. Yeah. I really might start doing that. It just sh- and it just shows you too after looking at all these picks and why we we actually do enjoy going this deep into wide receiver because even there are still players that we well, we haven't talked about I'll, that I I really like that yeah, are good rank, flyers. I'll put them in order. Here's the rest of our list after after we get to sixty one. See if anybody stands out to you. Go. 62, we go Cam Cam Meredith, then Martavis Bryant, Josh Doxson, John Ross, Christian Kirk, Paul Richardson, Cortland Sutton, Tyrell Williams, Anthony Miller, Muhammad Sanu, Dante Moncrief, John Brown, Keelan Cole, Ted Ginn, <laughs> Terrell Pryor, James Washington. So there, there's a I mean, there's a lot of young guys Jermaine on there. Kirst, Mike Wallace, eh. like Ryan Grant, John. I mean John Brown, yeah. John Brown and, and Sutton stand out to me immediately, and Christian Kirk a little yep. bit too. All very very young guys that we haven't seen play in the NFL really. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot to like, and I realize there's a reason why we, yep. we don't have them up higher, but there, there's always a lot of talent. And these are going to be guys that you're just looking at at the waiver wire yep. and pretty much what it comes and down And people to. might say, oh, you guys didn't talk about Eric Decker. No, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Nope, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to think there. Nope. Yeah, we should have just cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I didn't. All right. But that's going to do it for wide receivers. We've gone through about 80 now, if you want to count the little the last bit there. We got all the receivers in. We will have another rankings episode tomorrow. We're going to bring up the top, probably top 20 tight ends. Let's go over our tight ends where we have them ranked. And that'll wrap it up for rankings episodes. We'll get some more good stuff going next week as we gear up for the drafts. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.